You ever have that favorite movie that you find a way to work a quote into a conversation or you answer only with movie quotes? You have a buddy that you can have an entire conversation with nothing but movie quotes? Does watching a movie remind you of a certain time or place in your life? Well then, this is for you. If you said no, well then, wow. You need to start living or being a little more honest with yourself. Anyhow, sit back and enjoy if you think you hate it now. Napoleon, don't be jealous just because I've been talking, chatting online all day with hot babes. <laughs> now, if I have to explain <laughs> to you, if I have to explain to you that line I just completely screwed up, you know what? Please, please tell me that you were sporting the Kip mustache today. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Sadly, no, I have the uh, Super Troopers still. And yeah, you had I, Super and Troopers almost... mustache, you had Walter's glasses i'm like please say you got the kip mustache <laughs> even went and got braces <laughs> yeah, exactly. no i did not <laughs> i just botched that line so badly i almost feel like we should go back and start over but i'm not but you don't to. have to you don't have to like no basically everybody you know, knows let's just say yeah unless you've been in a coma since roughly early 2004 you pretty much know what we're talking about right now sweet yeah yeah <laughs> thank you yeah, and probably more of the U.S. says sweet now than ever did before, simply because of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> and I, I, I like how the opening credits in this movie get us started, is everything is school-related. It's using school food, school yeah. IDs. It's, it's absurd, and yet it's hilarious at the same time, because <laughs> everything has to do with school. I was just never, I, I actually wished I could have went home and dug through the barn in the old box and found my moon boots. Again, that was, right, yeah, yeah, and we have that. <laughs> That's how you're introduced to him. That opening scene where he's just standing there, <laughs> looking at the ground, kind of slack jawed with moon boots, and I think what a, a unicorn on his shirt or something like that. Yeah, I mean, a, it was very well, very well could be a girl's shirt. I'm not sure. I mean, it's but it's, it's sweet, so it doesn't matter. It's pretty sick. Yeah, you know, he's one of those people who just kind of rolls with the punches and doesn't really care what you think. Yes, and which and the older so, I get, I think that's so much cooler. Uh, and still really. socially awkward at the same time, but oh, not beyond. realizing. And looking at the opening shot, I got to tell you this. When you had glasses, you could have grown your hair for about three months oh, and yeah. gone on Halloween as Napoleon anytime. Definitely, because it, it did yeah. just throw up like his. Uh, yeah, def- don't, yeah, don't absolutely. punch me for saying that. But no, really, no, I just, I, that's a hundred percent. Definitely could have gone as, as uh, <laughs> Napoleon gone bad. Yeah. And how many times have you looked at someone and went, Oh, because <laughs> you know, that's yeah. his first real line is the kid asked, what are you going to do today? Whatever I want. Call. Yeah. Just, you know, that's like the, the highest level of, of uh, rebelliousness he has or, or uh, anger, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we still have no idea what the real context of, unwrapping the fishing line from the professional wrestling action figure and dragging it behind the bus is, but it's funny. It needs- Dude, Cause we all, we all tortured action figures at one time or another, I think. Yeah. I lined them up across the do. highway one time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, strapping a, a bottle rocket to one of them and just, you know, just like, why most, I think they really, in my mind, they, they fully captured growing up in small town. 
in, well, in, a, in some odd ways. The nice thing, this is set in Preston, Idaho. Yeah. Um, I can tell you they didn't embellish anything. I've been to Preston, Idaho. <laughs> it's the home of Trails West horse trailers. I used to be a dealer, therefore I've been to the town. Um, a dealer Actually, of horse trailers. Not I was going to say, I wasn't going to touch that. Items, but yeah. <laughs> it is exact. It's represented perfectly. And of course, we grew up in a very small town too, which, you know, everything was very similar. In fact, I think I've had this conversation with you before. The tall, popular, blonde dude, you know, Don. Yeah. That guy was in our high school. We know exactly who that guy is. Yeah, he totally did. <laughs> He's now a, a doctor, I believe, somewhere in Wyoming or Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we, we had that guy. And we had the guy that grabs you by the neck and wrenches you around for your lunch money. <laughs> it's it's the cast that and I think that's why it's just appealed to so many different people because there that person's everywhere. Well, not only that, but yeah, they, they got all the people, but also this is a movie that anybody could go and watch and you can feel all right taking your kids to it too, because it's one of the funniest movies in the world, yet there's not a single foul word uttered in it. Yeah. Now yeah, you don't think about that until somebody points it out or you're like, Oh yeah, it's an O four movie and it's it's straight up PG. It's not even PG thirteen. It's no. straight up PG. And yet uh, it's hilarious. The little rich details, you know, especially when you get to their home and you have the the 1970s kitchen with the laminated <laughs> cabinet doors that are dark wood and the wood, you know, the cheap wood paneling instead of sheetrock on the inside. But the coup de gras is the 8,000 foot long telephone cord, which we all have. <laughs> had. So mandatory. Yeah. Since, since Kip's on the internet all the time, wouldn't you guess this was probably set like early 1990s, probably? I would think so. Yeah, because he's dialing up. Uh, yeah. Charged by the minute, because I think Uncle Rico's busting on him for about that for a while. Well, yeah, and we haven't even got to Uncle Rico yet. No. Napoleon's actually calling Kip at home, and Kip is grating cheese off of this gigantic <laughs> block of cheddar. That's awesome. Onto dude. his, you know, round Tostitos. His instant nachos. But you know? every time they flash back to him, and you get to the final scene where he hangs up the phone, there's this giant mountain. Of cheese on it that wasn't yeah. there in the first couple of shots. I, you know, there's and just like, more and more and more and more. strong enough to hold that block of cheese up? Like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just every time they flash back to him, there's more and more cheese. And yet he's not grating anything. Yeah. Which makes the scene even funnier because you don't know whether that was intentional or not. Yeah. They're just cutting and doing it. Or, yeah. And either way, it's hilarious. It adds to the hilarity of it. So, you know, he... He won't give him his chapstick. <laughs> and chapstick is a very integral part of this. <laughs> My lips really hurt. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and Poor that's, Napoleon. That's the other part about Napoleon's fun is putting emphasis on everything. Absolutely. Yeah, it. yeah. It's just sort of like down and then it's just everything's so traumatic. At oh, point too, even though like, oh, idiot. Yeah, it's, yeah. Everybody's it's, an uh... idiot. <laughs> and Kip has this wonderful lisp. And the yeah, shitty mustache a, and these yeah. god-awful braces, which, as I understand, <laughs> he actually got the braces just for the role. Which, like, wow. That's uh, dedication. in the hole, like, four grand. <laughs> yeah. Just to get the role. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, of course, in the character progression, we get introduced to Pedro, who is, you know, exactly who anybody from any small town, we grew up with Pedro. 
Absolutely. We, we know Pedro. Yeah. You know, there was one guy who could grow a mustache in your <laughs> class, and it was the Pedro guy. Yeah. He grew it in like eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. And never got rid of it after that. <clears throat> it just got bushier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we used to call it his butt hair. That was pretty funny. Poor bastard. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we get to his bike, the sledgehammer. Yeah, it's just with the flag of Mexico on it. I want that bike with the flag, even absolutely, hundred percent. And then take it off with some sweet jumps, sweet, some sweet jumps. You got <laughs> yeah, that got added into the national lexicon so quickly. Anytime oh. anybody you know had a bike, have you taken it off any sweet jumps? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just and the no jump, what it was, <laughs> and I love the jump scene because they took full advantage of the golden hour in the morning to capture the light. <laughs> reflecting off of the tops of his shoulders and off of the top of his hair you yeah. know it's it's like well, you guys really went out of your way to go film right as the sun came over the horizon to catch the golden hour for a bicycle jump oh that was one of the like high points eight inches off the ground yeah. and then yeah zoom and in on way over exaggerated in the distance and height yeah oh yeah and the shirt didn't have a unicorn it's got two running horses on it Close. Yeah. Very oh, close. and the jump breaks and he racks his nuts. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, they were, we were doing that stuff, you know, second, third, fourth grade. Uh, they're yes. high school. So I, eventually, you know, I think that's maybe a flashback. I actually stripped out the splines on a pair of handlebars jumping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those things just went whoop, right around the front. Yeah. I had the launch board break myself. That was a pretty good endo. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet it was too. Yeah. You get like a foot of air and you think you're getting like 10 feet. Well, like it's, it's know, truly frightening. First, uh, you know, safety pass as we would call it, you know, you just kind of barely just kind of roll over it. You just, it's like a big curve, you know, you can just drive over it. Ka-kunk, ka-kunk, that's fine. Next pass is always full power run a quarter <laughs> mile up the road. Pedaling as fast as you can. And the time you hit the end of the ramp, you're regretting what you're doing. Oh, it's, yeah. Until you get a sweet wreck. Then you're like, wow, it was an awesome wreck. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Completely the rest shit. of the day. But it was, it was a great wreck. You know, when you bring your bike home and you're, that's like, what did you do to your bike? The hand grips are all tore up. The, the seat's crooked. That pedal's broken. That's a pretty big jump. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was not fun. <sighs> oh, yeah. That was crazy. And another part of my lexicon. I don't know if you use this is when grandma comes in and he's asking this and that, and you know, she goes, Oh, just make yourself a dang quesadilla. <laughs> quesadilla. Oh, I love I, making a quesadilla. Yeah. <laughs> I, I use that constantly too. What are you going to eat tonight? Oh, I'm just going to make me a quesadilla. Yeah. So I even like. throw a Southern accent on it, even though it had nothing to do with this. I think ads though. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. Poor grandma is quite the character. Hilarious. Yeah. And I don't remember, did they ever even did they ever get to how Napoleon and his brother live with grandma? I don't remember. No, we don't Um, we don't ever get that deep. I mean we're not we're not talking about a highly intellectual film. No (laughs) No offense. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about a weird coming of age film here. I know, but you figure that would be part of it, or maybe it's just best if it's left up to your own imagination. Well, we never even get, yeah, we never <laughs> even get the backstory of why there's a llama not tied to the fence, but just with no, the rope just, draped over the fence, looking like, huh? I wonder what you know, what kind of weird leftovers I'm going to get today. Which yeah, looks like he's things. giving casserole to. It's a casserole. Yeah, with a spatula, teeny fat, fat lard. lard. <laughs> like what's fat for a llama or what? 
people. Yeah, and been around llamas. Nobody <laughs> wants llamas around them. No, they have. I mean, like one oh, llama. They've like, got ass breath to start with, and they love to spit. That's fun. Awful, awful animal. <laughs> oh yeah, and they, you know. The thing about a llama, it's worse when you're on a horse, even if the horse is used to being around a llama. We're going to take a little off-ramp here. We're going to talk llamas for a moment. Now that, (laughs) hold on. Of all the shit I expected us to say today, (laughs) I never thought that was going to come out of your mouth. We're going to talk llamas. (laughs) That's right. Today's edition of Llama Talk. That's a definite PBS uh, radio show. Welcome to Llama Talk. I'm your host, Stan Wollerton. (laughs) Well, Sorry, I just don't know. No. First off, llamas like to screw with horses. Because horses that have never been around a llama see a They're llama. They're probably jealous. No, they freak. Well, They're the llama's like, jealous oh my God, of the what horse. what is that thing? That's it exactly has to be. a yeah. horse's first reaction. And of course, the llama's just like, woogie, 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 woogie. Yeah. Like they'll, you know, go around the corner and then peek their head around like, woogie, woogie. But even when you have a horse that's used to one, you go to move the thing around. And they're not like cattle where you can, you know, ease them around one way or the other. A llama, their head and neck will go one direction while their body goes the other. And your horse is just sitting there going, mind blown. I don't know what to do. What direction am I supposed to go? Yeah, they're basically like a living, breathing cartoon. And absolute proof that God has one hell of a good sense of humor. Oh, that and some people we know, but absolutely the, the llama too. Yeah, yeah. Back on track though. <laughs> and that's all for llama talk today. Tune in next millennium. <laughs> Sorry, Stan Wollerton signing off. I can't stop. <laughs> and no, I don't know who the hell Stan you do, Wollerton is. <laughs> you do realize we just lost every listener we ever. Oh, they'll come back. They'll come back. <laughs> hey, we're over, we're over here. Hey, come on back. Oh, yeah. So so Kip, he's he's gonna be a cage fighter, and it's just fun Obviously. watching him. Just you know, give these little slaps. You know, you got the worst <laughs> reflexes of all yes, time, ever. Kip. <laughs> Which is such a brother interaction or sibling? Even I would say I would go as far as sibling sibling interaction. interaction. Yeah, yeah. And the doorbell like, no, rings, you don't. and Napoleon just slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, because it had a little, oh, little blockage, and then he geez. just takes advantage of the distraction. Yeah. <laughs> and and we get introduced to the girl that was at everybody's school too, the socially awkward girl who's actually somewhat enterprising, with yeah. the ponytail on the side of her head. We had that girl. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and she wore like those jelly shoes. Remember those things? Yeah, in the stirrup yeah. pants. Yeah, yeah. Always totally. with the stirrup pants. It happens. Everybody had their thing, man. Yeah. So she's trying to save money for college. And Kip, being Kip, says, your mom goes to college. <laughs> and she runs off. Yeah, exactly. She leaves her whole. Leaves all of her shit right there. Junior fashion kit and glamour shots swap bag. Yeah. And Kip thinks he's incredibly funny for saying, Your mom goes to college. Yeah. <laughs> Snappy. Yeah. Lots from chatting online all day. You're going to get sharpened. Chatting with hot babes. And of course, right now, who do we get to see next? Rex Quando. <laughs> One of my favorite characters. <laughs> yeah. The strength of a grizzly. I can't remember what he says the reflexes of. And then he goes, the wisdom of a man. And he's choke holding <laughs> this gal. Yeah. <laughs> The jam pants, the whole thing. You know, uh, what's that guy's name? Diedrich uh, Bader, Bader, whatever. Um, 
he had to just have so much fun with that character. He like, did, and he's been in a lot of stuff. Did, wasn't he in the Drew Carey show as well? Oh yeah, forever. Yeah. He was in that as Drew's best office friend. Space, he was right yeah. Office Space Lawrence, the neighbor. Yeah. yeah, hey Peter, it's the breast yeah. exam. Turn on channel seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, and then at the very end of Office Space, hey Peter, watch your cornhole, man. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, brother. Yeah, wisdom from Lawrence. Yeah, uh, that guy's hilarious. He was in Beverly Hillbillies too, the movie. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot he was the brother in that. He's Jethro, yeah. But Jethro, he's a perfect Jethro. Totally. And he's perfect Rex Kundo as well. It's mm-hmm. The freaking pants and the whole the whole everything is just, I, you know, I'm uh, not gonna lie. I, I wouldn't wear the pants all the time, but I would wear them at my house. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I might slip them on when annoying people come knock on my door. Well, yeah, if I, if I knew the Jehovah's Witnesses were in the house, you know, in the neighborhood, I would. And the last time they were here, it was actually pretty funny um, because apparently none of them bought a new suit since 1974. It's probably issued to you like, like yeah. a uniform and a badge. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I'm looking here at what the stuff that Deb is selling is basically just almost like oversized fishing line twisted in knots yes with beads on it and shit well what was it friendship bracelets is that what those were called or something like that i guess i don't remember thinking back and that's not to say i didn't have friends as far as you know as far as you know yeah it's not people don't say that as far as you know about you yeah it's thank you caddyshack oh yeah now we gotta (laughs) now we gotta feed tina and again llama what the hell and i haven't done this for a lot of years so i can't verify all of it but you really need to watch this at some point with the uh, director's commentary on because oh, they give context to so much stuff. So the next, you know, one of the next scenes. Uh, oh, gosh, we got to go to Rex Kwando before I get to that next scene. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. so Kip puts his, you know, rollerblades on his Napoleon, drag him into town. <laughs> and, and Napoleon is so awkward on that bicycle like herky jerky can't get it shifted oh, yeah, it's, like, it's what makes it even around. funnier <laughs> you know greg lamont he ain't no uh, no but we've all thought of we've all done that like either on like just hooky bobbin or on skis or you know that was like or you get towed around that's yeah that's a fun way to get around yeah whatever it takes so we get down to rex Quando, and of course kip is the only volunteer and <laughs> you know poor kip because rex just basically abuses him yeah but it's for so the entertainment awkward. of everybody like, else just just it's just awful and awkward and slow yeah because you have the overconfident guy and then you have kip who's the ultimate beta male yes uh, yeah, i mean yeah. they don't get any more beta than him in fact he might have elevated estrogen levels i'm not sure <laughs> yes break the wrist and walk away <laughs> break the walk, wrist yeah. walk away <laughs> yeah I don't even fight because, well, I'm not tough, but I still like using that. Just break the wrist and walk away. <laughs> yes. You know, what would you do in that situation, Cody? I just break the wrist and walk <laughs> away. <laughs> Obviously. Like, <laughs> and they just look you at do? you like, really? Really? You just used a Napoleon? Yeah. Yes, I, I did. That shit works, man. Yeah. That's yeah. Like I wish next I, level. That's one time I wish I had the pants. <laughs> if you have the pants on you don't even have to worry about breaking the wrist because nobody's approaching anyway no you're fine for for a multitude of reasons for a multitude of reasons but the end result <laughs> is the same nobody bothers you so <laughs> <laughs> yeah for good or bad reasons <clears throat> yes and i had to look up on the imdb 
We use that so much. God, I hope you guys Thank eventually you, sponsor IMDb. us. IMDb for all your movie questions and trivia needs. Yes, IMDb. I finally had to look up Starla, and actually Dietrich did not play Starla. It is actually a woman. Because there, oh, for the yeah. longest time, I yeah. actually thought that he played Starla, too. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, what can I say? It happens. I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly feasible. It would have been yeah. even funnier, I think, if he had. Oh, I yeah. know. And then but, towing uh, him back home. Well, that place was a ripoff. Again, everyday lexicon. But you have to oh, say yeah. it like Kip and people do it. Otherwise, you just uh, you sound like a jerk. Otherwise, yeah, it's both their delivery. Well, I think everybody's delivery. Pedro's delivery is awesome. Oh yeah, obviously Napoleon's, Kip's. Um, I and we'll get to him in a second. But I Uncle Rico's fascination and like his delivery is like impeccable i mean well amazing not just his delivery but his facial expressions Absolutely. and his look yeah. you know That's you'll see thing. at a point where he leaves reality as we yes. know it on the front and, porch like oh, yeah. he's gone i love it oh yeah you know oh what do you want to bet i could throw a football right over them mountains yeah gets that little twitch and kind of look and i'm just like Dude. And, and he's he's checked out when he's yeah. saying that i mean there is no reality right there it's beautiful and, like, yeah, and like I've standing up, ovation shit right there. Yeah, I've gotten up several mornings. I've never said this out loud to another human being, but several mornings I've gotten up before, walked outside, <laughs> let the dogs pee, and I look at the mountains, you know, right to my <laughs> west. They go to Lake Tahoe, and I'll just say to myself, what do you want to bet I can throw a pigskin over them mountains? <laughs> then the dogs finish peeing, and we go back yeah, inside. So I was playing golf in Idaho at this big uh, three-day concert with some of the bands they all they break up and we have a little tournament anyways playing golf with this singer randy rogers yep and like second hole or first hole in is like runs right along this mountain range and we're just kind of like holy crap we're playing golf with randy rogers like this is insane yeah i wish i had very first thing out of his mouth what you want to bet i hit a golf ball over that mountain <laughs> i just almost had water come out my nose there i can't <laughs> I can hear it. I mean, like, like, talk about setting the tone, dude. You're just like, oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> like, well, we're going to be our, okay, you know? <laughs> yeah. In, in our typical jump around style, I was talking about the director's commentary. Yeah. One thing I do remember from it, because we're reaching that scene right now, is where Lyle is standing in the field, <laughs> loading the rifle, <laughs> waving at Napoleon. You can never really understand a word Lyle says either. He's just this crusty old for dude. The better. Yeah. <clears throat> and the school bus pulls up. Boom! (laughs) But I mean, it's a milk cow. It's not even something you want for steak. He can't figure out how to get the gun cocked. I think it's like an alfalfa field by the fence with a shotgun. But apparently, this happened. Yeah, or something very similar. What inspired that scene? Because it's so random. And now we know. You know, we just go, "Oh my gosh." You know, this whole bus full of kids. And it, you, all you hear is the boom. You don't see yeah. anything. You just hear the boom and the kids screaming. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you know, and then, of it course. Like, like Officer Farba came back and did something. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. And the Happy Hands Club. I love that scene, too, because everybody's going through the motions except Napoleon. Yeah. He is rocking it. He's putting true feeling into his <laughs> hand movements. And, of course, Don, the guy we grew up with is laughing at the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you know, why wouldn't you? We're, yeah. we're not going to mention any names just in case it ever gets passed along, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yes. Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. And he was that guy. I mean, I almost wonder if 
those guys met him at some point. <laughs> We're like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to have this. And this, of course, is where you get into the development of you meet, you know, who the popular kids are, who aren't. We get introduced to Summer. Oh, yeah. You know, Don's girlfriend, whatever. And Pedro has the thing for, uh, I think I'll build her a cake. Um, Summer, that's and that was, very... Summer was um, Hillary Duff's sister, I think. Okay. Haley, yeah, Haley Duff. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that actually think... makes perfect sense when you look at her. Yeah, yeah. I, and, uh, I like, that chick looks really like, aha. Not that I know really who Hillary Duff is, but you can like, you've seen him. I checked you know, out of the... The damage has already been done. You don't need to back it up. Oh, I have to now. Uh, it was back in uh, 95, I believe. I was in the checkout line and saw the local like prior. No, it's like, yeah, you know random stuff, and that's my strength. So Yeah. <laughs> well, this has to be the most unlikely line to ever use, and I'm probably the only person who's ever used it. But again, you know, see, you're with a buddy of yours. See some gal. Are you going to ask her out? Eh, maybe I'll build her a cake or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, Good plan. Yeah. You have to say build a cake, not make <laughs> yeah, a cake. not bake. Not make, not I'll buy, not find, build. <clears throat> yeah. Solid plan, though. <laughs> yeah. But you, he's very confident in his ability. Which you have to appreciate. Like, you, 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 you go do that. That sounds you awesome. you got to admire that in the man. I mean, how can you not? <laughs> and then, of course, Napoleon pulls out his glamour shot as his, ex, as his girlfriend. Yeah. From yeah, Oklahoma, a, who's going to fly uh, out for the dance. A chick from out of town. <laughs> but everybody a, has known the guy that did that in high school. Yeah, you met a computer camp or what? what yeah, it's like whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen her, but, you know. Like the world famous George Glass from uh, Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, you know, moving along in timeline here. Hey, you going to eat your tots? Yeah. Oh, I well, love that, dude. <laughs> when he puts them in the cargo <laughs> ah, the cargo pockets. pockets. Oh, I mean, and you yeah. can just see Pedro's not doing anything. He doesn't lift his fork. He just has this expression of disbelief. <laughs> I think part of it's like, like, like shock. What did I just see? Like, Damn, that's brilliant. Like, <laughs> I think there's more shock than there is brilliance. <laughs> I think so too, but like deep down, it's like, wow, huh, this guy's got something going on. Like, <laughs> that's why you gringos wear those cargo pants. Exactly right. <laughs> Yeah. Like, wow, I'm stuck with this guy's my friend. Like, this is the only guy that don't talk to me at school. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And then socially awkward meets socially awkward when Napoleon finally talks to Deb. Yeah. That's all hey, are you drinking one percent because you think you're fat? Because <laughs> you're not. But he pauses just long enough to make her yeah, extraordinarily no. uncomfortable. I'm like, I love that line. I've never used it on anybody yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, and you could just see her wanting to actually implode on herself. Yes. Like trying to make herself smaller. You know, it, and it's the only time I think I've ever seen somebody successfully act like they wish to become a black hole. <laughs> exactly. Just invert on yourself and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, Maybe he won't know it's me. Maybe he won't say anything. <laughs> Never, ever in a million years did I think I would use a black hole reference on a movie reference podcast. I was thinking the same exact thing, though. So that's <laughs> really what worries me. Uh, but yeah, I was like, oh, she became her own little black hole. That's really we've, what was going through my head. We've come a long ways. Yeah, and even end though up that, back where we started. <laughs> this has nothing to do with this movie. One of my favorite insults in the world is to tell somebody when they're being a complete jackass, just look at them and go, you are so dense, light bends around you. Yeah. 
Most the of black them don't hole get insult. It. No, they don't. And that's not that's only proves you, it proves your point, but it makes it twice as funny. Exactly, because they're going to look it up, or in like ten years they're going to have that little epiphany when they're like brushing their teeth, like son of a bitch, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, they inadvertently watch Discovery Channel, like <laughs> wait a oh, minute. Oh, that's yeah. what he meant. <laughs> You dick. Yeah, exactly. And, and screw you too, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> and we get Uncle Rico throwing the football. Oh, my God. Out in the middle of a field somewhere. I like it. A, He's just got his cruiser van set up. Laundry know. line set up. Things are drying. <laughs> He's got his VHS camera. Throwing the ball. By the way, and this it, guy cannot throw a football. The, I was just going to say. And the the those words were worst just delivery. uttered. Yeah, those were just uttered from the mouth of a man who really can't throw a football. <laughs> no, but, <clears throat> but a blind person can tell, like, that guy can't throw. Like, it's no, but he does have one heck of a nice Canadian tuxedo. Yes, the guy, the man's a sharp dresser and a great man, van, too. I might add that van had to have been a survivor of some sort of aftermarket conversion called the oh. Santana. It does not appear to be something that was restored to look that way. It actually get, you know, has the look of a survivor. So I'll bet they found it somewhere. Oh, yeah. It was in somebody's barn, I am guarantee, or garage. Yeah. It's beautiful. It had to have been. Absolutely had to. And that really is a character in and of, its, of itself. <laughs> Sorry, I hiccuped there. Hey, things happen. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a sweet van. And the and then the scenes, of course, jump around. That's all we get of, of Uncle Rico. We see him throwing the football, and then the phone rings and hello, you know that cheesy hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, where did that come from? And then we'd snap back to class, and again the class bully wants some of Napoleon's tots, and when he won't give them to him, he just smashes, smashes. them. Gross! <laughs> if I can't have them, you can't, can't either. Yeah, yeah. You love to hate that guy. I know, totally. <laughs> and I think, if I remember correctly from the, the, oh, you know, the directors, I think they were saying that is a guy they went to school with. They just called him up. And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, awesome. I think. Now, I could be wrong. If anybody has better information than that, please correct me. Yeah. Set and, it into shit you shouldn't know. At Yeah. Uncle Rico gets the house. He's eating steak. And the funny part is, I do remember this well, is he's a very strict vegetarian in real life. So he would eat this and then he would spit it out into the paper towel. You know, because it's against his religion or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and for years and years, Micah and I have had this ongoing thing, wondering if that is the same guy who played Laszlo Hollyfeld in Real Genius with uh, Val Kilmer back in the 80s. And I finally... Got off my lazy ass and looked it up yesterday, and sure enough, sure that's enough. the same guy. Absolutely, he's actually had an extremely long film career. He's kind of like the ultimate bit part guy. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, and some, a lot of stuff lately uh, as well. He's yeah, just, he's uh, he's really uh, he's hung around, hung around well, and and uh, developed. Say that, say that cool. three times fast. Hung around well, hung around well. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, and he's, he's got uh, a lot of staying power. How's that sound? Well, and he can take a mistake and run with it. And the best example of that is where they're sitting at the Shake Shack or whatever it is. And, you know, his uh, catch oh, his secret sauce falls onto his arm. And he just, you know, rolls with it instead of like, oh, cut. This, this wasn't supposed to happen. He just rolls with it like you would do in real life. Yeah. And then, he, of course, he asks Kip about his girlfriend, you know. And, 
Well, I guess you could say we're getting pretty serious. <laughs> and that gets thrown out there a lot. Yeah, a lot. No and matter what you're talking about. Yeah, it's... and it's not because I date a lot, because I haven't in like a year and a half. But Congratulations um, on that, by the way. I know. I actually feel lower now than I did before. <laughs> I was going to say. Ah, you're well. finding yourself. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I find myself sitting in the same spot an awful lot because, well, I've been hurting lately. So, <laughs> yes, I want to find myself not here. <laughs> we're not going to touch that statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not find myself in that way. Everybody hurts. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Rico has to check his arm muscles out. I mean, oh. He does such a good job of the guy who really can't let it go. No, the older he gets, the better he was. He is, he stopped in time. Uh, yeah, and everybody knows that guy, too. He peaked in 1982. Yeah, he's just not near as cool as McConaughey and dazed and confused, but he's that guy. <laughs> oh, my, it would have been a lot cooler if he had been. Exactly. Like <laughs> He's like, what, what can happen on the good side if you never leave high school? He's the bad side of that, or the more realistic part of you, I guess. Oh, yeah. And this is, you know, this is where we get that thousand-yard stare, and I'm going to throw a pigskin <laughs> over the mountains. <clears throat> but my favorite part of that scene is where he hits, not just because he hits Napoleon in the face no. with the stake, it's that he grabs Kip's stake. Exactly. So he's still got stake when it's all said and done. He's like, and Kip doesn't out. even yeah. mind. He's like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. It is... I was I was so waiting to get into this because it's one of the most random scenes <laughs> ever. Oh, yeah. So like, hey, they're just sitting on the front porch eating steak. Like, okay, I mean, why wouldn't you? It's not like you have like a little patio or anything. You're just sitting on the porch eating steak. And okay, he sidearms it at him. Yeah, and then, he doesn't even throw it well. He sidearms it. That's, that's his throwing crappy motion. And then down down the street is Napoleon and Pedro come on the bike. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, here comes some more chaos, and then there's like, watch this. Or check this out. And then this awful sidearm knocks Napoleon's glasses off. And that from, I, again, I remember this from the directors talking about this was multiple takes. And they just oh, kept God. tossing it and tossing it. And finally, John Heater says, just throw the damn thing. <laughs> so that's where they got the take that they wound up going with. And from, I used to wear glasses. Uh, everybody knows me, obviously, yeah, for a long, long time. <clears throat> Whenever I see that scene, I get so mad because I know how much <laughs> that hurts. Like when your glasses get knocked off sideways, they like oh. dig into your nose and like yeah, you can't see. Like, like I'd have picked up the bike and thrown it at Uncle Rico. That would have been <laughs> my response because that's how much that hurts. Well, <laughs> just and the end. great and the great <clears throat> thing, you, and you see it right when Uncle Rico drives up. I'm stepping back in time here, but you can see that. He and Napoleon do not like one another one bit. Yeah, instant. And like, so they just, just hair up. Work, yeah. yeah, they uh, worked against they work against each other. And of course, Kip absolutely adores Uncle Rico. Yes. You know, he wants to be him. Except when Uncle Rico puts his hand on Kip's leg, <laughs> and then Kip gets very uncomfortable and moves away. This is, Uncle Rico is such this weird anomaly, dude. Like you don't really know what where he's coming from or what he's about or what's going on, where he's going. It's just weird. Like well, all the way around. And I just paused it where he's looking off in the middle of nowhere. His mouth is kind of open. Yeah. You can't really tell at this scene that, you know, he's checked out. I mean, it looks instead like he's he's listening to Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. Yeah, it's just so enthralled. You know? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but really, he's just into 
damn, if I could just be in 1982 again. I know. I love – he gets that little that little twitch when he's talking about it. I, yeah. I don't know what it is about that little point, but I'm like, that's just some damn fine acting because, like, he's well, and completely then, sold to that. There's almost like a three-part segment where he switches back to reality, mm-hmm. too. You can see the expression start to change, and then it's a full change, and then it's almost embarrassment. Yeah. You know, like, oh, God. I did it again. Yeah, I went there again. And then he has to change the subject really quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I just love the randomness. I just can't, like, yeah. such a beautiful scene. It's just so crazy. It's one of the, it's really one of the better scenes in the film. It's besides probably my favorite. The, yeah, besides the dancing. Yeah. I think it's probably my favorite, given all the complexities that go on. Well, the people involved. It's the throwing um, meat at somebody. There's that too. Like of all things, like it's pretty nice. You know, I never throw a steak at somebody. I don't think I might throw the plate at them. I'm going to keep the steak. Yeah. I might throw somebody else's, I guess though. <laughs> yeah. No, I would throw somebody else's. I would not throw my own steak. And dang it. Now that you mentioned that I don't have any steak at home. So I'm going to have to go to Texas roadhouse for lunch. Oh, your dirt bag. Well, I, I have a couple of nice ribeyes that are uh, coming to temperature in the fridge. As and we speak. You sir may kiss my ass. A rump, yeah. Uh, you could be here yes. in about uh, four or five hours, yeah. So, uh, if I flew, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I'm not really in the mood to wear a face diaper. So, Don't blame you. And that was actually on the radio yesterday. We're we're jumping off another off ramp here, but face diapers. On the, yes, you know the mask everybody has to wear on airliners now, and apparently, the new policy among all the airlines is if you take yours off after one warning then you are blacklisted from all airlines. <laughs> then I'm flying. I'm going to be driving wherever yeah. I go. Like, fine, I'm going to drive. So it's going to be about yeah. 24 hours for me to drive to your place. Actually, it takes about 18. <clears throat> Not that bad. Actually, I could probably pull that in one shift. Oh, yeah. That's like, this oh, is like man. A, the man version of Name That Tune. I could drive that road in 17 hours. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. That guy just <laughs> walks by and just jams Napoleon into his locker. Oh, dude. And the was... kick afterwards. <laughs> that was pretty common in high school. Amongst friends, yeah. amongst enemies, you know, you catch somebody not paying attention and just completely ram them in. into the locker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, get, <laughs> we get a deeper look into Napoleon's weirdness when he's drawing the Liger. Yes. And he doesn't. He's not asked what it's for when Deb set, steps up. You know, what is it? It's like my favorite animal. It's a liger. Bred for its what? Something in magic. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> the specifics, are, specifics are, elude me, but I'm just like usually scratching my head like, what the Yeah, hell? it's like, are we in the same dimension here, yeah, Napoleon? Just... You know, definitely bred for its skills and magic. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you go from something very broad to something very specific skills and magic <laughs> which are very broad in themselves yeah skills and she really right. wants to get to know him and he just gets up and leaves when uncle rico pulls up yeah yeah because i want none of that uncle rico stuff yeah and we're back with the eight thousand, you know yard long phone cord <laughs> I, I love his phone conversations because we had friends like this in high school is pedro like there painful. no yeah Who's calling? Napoleon Dynamite. Your name is Napoleon? Yeah. So he's not there? No. Okay, bye. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like, social Painful. skills, nowhere to be found. 
Okay, just bye. painful all the way around. Yeah. And even when Trisha calls him up to say she can go to the dance, same thing. Can I talk to him? You already are. <laughs> like, he's just so abrupt and he doesn't know how to be any other way. But we get to Uncle Rico and Kip at the at the bowling alley, which I love because they have the bumpers up. Oh, and yeah. Especially after we just did Big Lebowski last week. This is almost poetic. It really is. I yeah. totally forgot about For that connection. Got to get his laminated name, name tags and whatnot. Uncle Rico whatnot. uses whatnot a lot. I and I wind that. up using that a lot now, too. Especially since Great my word. nephews call me Uncle Rico. Yeah, <laughs> I, I use whatnot quite a bit just to see if they'll pick whatnot. up on it. Yeah. <laughs> Rico. Yeah, they, they've called me Uncle Rico for years. <laughs> <laughs> and for those listening, no, I have never, ever owned a van <laughs> that you're aware of. But you're going too soon. <laughs> if I could find that van, I would own it, right? Oh, now. absolutely. I would definitely. Yeah. I don't know if I could afford to fuel it up because it's probably got a 440 in it. I'm sure it does, which is beautiful, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're oh, doing the glamour good. shots down at Deb's studio, and she's so professional. And I, I act, that's one of the things I love about her. She's socially awkward, but she's actually incredibly um, entrepreneurial. Oh, 100%. Yeah, when she's giving the descriptions on taking the pictures and, and just doing her thing, like she's fully confident and like in charge. And, she knows precisely and, and what she's doing. Kip wants a vest. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a vest I can put on? I'm just having fun doing Kip lines. Oh, it's just, I'm it's, not going to lie. I'm just I can't even time. hold it together long enough to do a Kip line. I really can't. I usually just start laughing you, or I just can't do it. You need to hear Tyler do it. You remember Tyler we went to college with? Yeah, yeah, totally. He is absolutely spot on. If you're oh. not looking at him, if you don't see him say it, you swear you're standing in the presence of Kip. <laughs> He's just so the good at it. is strong with this one. Yes, it is. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to have to oh. forward this episode to him as soon as we're done. Like You were very prominently mentioned in here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's beautiful. But, yeah, I just, I am having tons of fun doing Kip lines. How could you not? I mean. Yeah. And if you notice when they go back to sit down for lunch. Pedro does not have tots today. No, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Do you want tots, Pedro? No. Yeah. I saw what happened. Yeah, exactly. And again, that's his delivery. You know, what, what we're doing in, in impersonating that is just impersonating. In, in today's world of everything is racist, you know, you're not oh, denigrating anyone. It's yeah. just his delivery I'm, is wonderful, I'm, and you want to replicate it. I'm imitating what you're saying. I, no matter who you are, I think that's what it is. I'm yeah, just imitating I, you. So if I, yeah. yeah, if I could do a Scottish accent, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, huh, because I think it's uh, one of the coolest accents on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how sure. they how they pass notes back and forth to each other to say yes, I'm going to the <laughs> dance is wonderful. The days of notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Napoleon can't find a date because he doesn't have any skills. He doesn't have any, you know, <laughs> crossbow skills or, or computer hacking skills. <laughs> computer yeah. hacking. I forgot that because <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't remember, or if it's even said exactly what year it's set. Do, you, do we know it, that? It has to be between 1991 and 1993, I'm guessing, because yeah. that's right when the internet was at its inception, well, where you had thinking, to be like, on serious dial-up, and yeah. everything was on minutes. Yeah, totally. But there's no nothing way. that can give it away. There's no real frame of reference when it comes to vehicles other than the van, Yeah, which is, which is clearly... 
you oh. know, he bought right out of high school when he was at yes. his best in 1982. So you really just don't have a frame of reference. And the four-wheelers, like what Grandma was writing, I can't date those at all. Yeah, and I don't remember it. Because I wasn't computer into Computer hacking skills, like, wow, that's pretty uh, early on the scene also. Like, really. Like, yeah, very I mean, edgy. Some of it was going on, but not, not near what we uh, got into later on. Yeah. And one of my favorite scenes, too, is where he gets the 24-piece set out for the couple in their home, and he pulls out <laughs> the ship. And oh, she yeah. just like, looks at the husband. I want that. Yeah, like how random. And but the the poor <laughs> husband, when Rico gives him the bowl and tells him give it a good tear, he looked like and, a stout young man or whatever he says. <laughs> and I mean, he tries every single way he can to tear that thing, and mm. then he sets it down and just looks down and goes, "I can't." Yeah, and he like, looks so utterly defeated, defeated and emasculated <laughs> at the same, you know, in front of his wife. Yeah, I noticed that. I was just dying laughing. I'm like, <laughs> I laughed until I thought I was going to pee myself. <clears throat> the guy when, just like, oh. When this movie first came out, I wasn't even going to watch it. My, it was in 04, went to dinner with my wife and her dad and her younger brother. He's a half brother, really nice kid. And he asked, Have you guys watched Napoleon Dynamite? I said, No. You're going to be quoting this for the rest of your lives. <laughs> and I went, okay, we'll wait till it comes out on video. And we did. And you met my wife at that time. Yeah, Didn't yeah. really laugh at very many things. She and I sat and laughed until we just about peed ourselves at this movie. And, and even she uses lines from this. Yes. That's the strength of Napoleon, too, is yes. it definitely appeals heavily to, to everyone, I think, in that regard. But that poor guy trying to, you know, this isn't your average crapperware. Yeah. Constantly used. <laughs> this ain't your average crapperware. <laughs> and even my nephews, you know, I was in, I don't remember where I was with my nephew, youngest one. And we're looking at auto parts or something. And he's like, yeah, this ain't your average crapperware. Here. <laughs> how, how could you, could you get any prouder than that moment? Really? Like, you're like, oh, my work, my work here is almost done. Yeah. <laughs> all he's got to do is watch lonesome dove now and we've yeah. got it no, you're, you're ready young padawan the you're look ready. on this guy's face when he's trying to tear that bowl is hilarious because he's like got his teeth gritted and his mouth and and he even tries to roll up his short sleeve yeah and I, my thought is like what the hell is that gonna prove like seriously have, like, have you ever well damn it this bowl tore on me again this but cheap, wait what but the next scene is the coup de oh. gras Yes. Where Kip puts the bowl underneath the tire of the, of the van. Yeah. Like, this woman's just standing there blankly staring at him as he's doing it. Doing? You know, gets in the old van, backs over, and then go, dang! I think that's what he says. Yeah. Oh, dang it! <laughs> well, dang, dang it, it. yeah. That's it right. doesn't say a word, he just drives off. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to back that up and watch it again. Oh, just like, because I can. How many times has this happened to you? You've got a casserole thong out in the street and some a hole runs it over. Yeah, like what? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> yeah, it's the fact that he doesn't get out and apologize. He just no, drives just... away. He may have left an entire 24 piece set complete I'm with sure sailboat there. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she wanted that. <laughs> sailboat. <laughs> Uh, we get the mini sailboat with that yeah those two go together like peas and carrots i'll tell you what yeah have you ever asked anybody that 
So if I get this, do I get the mini sailboat with that? No, no but I'm going to throw it in because I think it's just crazy enough for people to scratch their head and be like, there's a mini sailboat oh, here? Yeah. You've watched <clears throat> Napoleon before. Oh, it's perfect. And it's of course, so... you know, Trisha's, Trisha's mom answers the door. You know, the sweet high school soccer mom that everybody knew in a yeah. small town. This was, this was everybody's mom right here. And, of course, Uncle Rico is trying to corrupt her. Absolutely, yeah. Because not only not only is he living in the past, he's still just enough of a perv. Oh man, he's a phenomenal perv. Like, yes, yeah, he it's, is. It's prominent. Yeah, there's no holding back on this one. No. Yeah, and he's you know got his laminated name tag on and whatnot. Whatnot. And then he starts in on Napoleon. Well, he still wets the bed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just that's right. Like, oh, you <laughs> dick! You're just talking on him like. Yeah, and it only gets worse as the movie moves along. And really, what this is, is the, the whole movie is like a scene out of somebody's life. It's a, a story taken out of a complete story, yeah. is what it is, you know, out of a much larger story. A lot, some of the, our favorite movies, though, have been like that. Remember, you remember Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis? Same oh, thing. Absolutely. There's no context. It's just a chapter taken out of a book. We're just opening up to a random page and we're going to read for a while and then we're going to close it and go away. Absolutely. Yeah. That might be our most <clears throat> random reference of the day. Well, except for lack of shooting, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about Buckwheat saying that. Yeah. One of the more profound statements from Dear Uncle Buckwheat, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Now I got to find a copy of that movie. Oh yeah! For those of you who haven't seen Last Man Standing, it's basically people getting shot. It's where from my start to finish. Yeah, it's where my love of 1911s came from. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. But you know, back on Napoleon, he <laughs> and we, I do have to steer us back on course every what now a road and again. Map. Otherwise, what we're a gonna, freaking roadmap. <laughs> otherwise, we're going to hit a ditch and just crash you know, here. So and Llama World. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's get back to Llama World. <laughs> Anyhow, so. Napoleon confronts Uncle Rico. They get in a big argument. And then he tells him to eat a necroted piece of crap. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I think it's like um, old and dead and dried out. I'm thinking like probably growing hair at this point. Yeah. 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 It it sounds absolutely awful, but he delivers it. Why don't you eat a necroted piece of crap? It's beautiful. It's just said with such conviction. And you have to look, you know, even in there, you have to look. At the next scene, again, they jump around so much. The look on Trisha's face when she sees the drawing of her and her mom makes her, you know, go to the go to the dance, whatever it is with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he takes off to the chicken farm to make a little extra moolah. All six dollars <laughs> in change. Do they have any talons? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand a word you just said, son. <laughs> that gets used all the time. I didn't understand one word you just said, Jesus. son. Oh, yeah. Oh, cracking eggs into that giant bowl and drinking it like it's water. Oh, oh the flies on the sandwiches. Ugh, I mean, the whole, because you can smell it. I can smell that place. Yes. Awful. Yeah, we've all been around a chicken. Well, not all of us, but you and I have both been around chicken and in not only chicken farms, but dairies. And they are not pleasant smelling places. Especially in the, probably the, almost the dead nuts of summer. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit warmish. Yeah. Um Yeah. Especially chickens. Yeah, they're, yeah. It's, it's pretty ripe. It's pretty rich. Yeah. Nutrient-dense, as some would say. You, you truly feel awful looking at Trisha and her mom forcing her to call Napoleon to say, I'll go to the dance with you. Yes. 
It's for your own good, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it comes down to the silk shirt. And, and I love Pedro. That is good for me. You need a suit. Yeah, and yeah, they go exactly. and they get this god awful peach. Actually, I could see you going as Napoleon on on Halloween in this suit. Yeah, yeah, in this peach colored suit. It'd be on, even has the matching shoes too. Well, this is the this is mean, the beauty of watching the movie while you're doing it. I just put it in double time, like we've said before. I get to see all this. It's beautiful because <laughs> then all those little details I would have forgotten are here, <laughs> flooding back at high speed. Yeah. So he tries to catch a ride with Uncle Rico, and of course the uncle does not stick to his timeline. So he takes off running down the road, which Napoleon does not have. You know, <laughs> you know how you you've been around. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been around enough horse people to know we have a term when it comes to horses: either they're a pretty mover or they're not. Yeah, Napoleon is not a pretty mover. Pretty mover. <laughs> <laughs> and Pedro's cousins pick him up in the lowrider. Oh, I love Trisha's dad. What is that thing in my driveway? Yeah. That's my ride. <laughs> He's just so non, like, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's what I love is the guy's awkward, but he just rolls with the punches with everything. Well, yeah. You know, I what think a, even the, what's the tagline? It's, I read it a while ago. He's out to prove he's got nothing to prove. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. and they start hitting perfect. switches in the car as it's sitting in the driveway. Yeah. And like, I have says, not like, that's seen... my ride, too. That's like, that's not like how I got here or they brought yeah. me like, that's my ride. You know, that's it's sort ride. of like that weird, awkward yeah. mix. <laughs> and I have not seen that much metal flake in a paint job in forever. It's nice. I really oh, tip of the man. hat. It's like driving a bass boat with a Pontiac amplifier. <laughs> bass boat. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonder how that's majors another. <laughs> That's yeah. another line I never thought I would say. A bass boat with a Pontiac emblem. It's beautiful because it's when I picture that paint dry, that's pretty much spot on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a special Bill Dance edition. Yeah. And the very second they get to the dance, she, you know, drops him for Summer and Dawn. And one of my favorite things about the dance, besides all that god awful 80s music, <laughs> is Napoleon goes in the bathroom and puts this giant wad of big league chew gum in. Yeah. Then he walks out the door and just swallows it. You can just see, yeah, like you it's can like, see this thing going down his throat. Good lord, man! <laughs> <Whoa. Yeah. clears throat> My God, you're not going to poop for a yeah. year. Yeah, he bubbles coming out for a long time. <laughs> oh God, Trisha looks back at him like, "Oh, thank God, I'm away." I don't <laughs> think they could have. I, I mean, they could have probably <laughs> cast a hundred different young guys, and I still think John Heater would have got it. Yeah, I just don't. Um, I don't see anybody else playing this. I don't see and anybody really, else playing off moon boots. Let's just start there. That'd be one thing for sure. The hair, the face, the expressions. Yeah. The tots. You know the how he's how he zips up the little pouch on his pants like, and then knocks the and then knocks the you know uses fingers to knock the the dust off. Yeah, like whatever's left. Like that. The You're crumbs, like, I should say, not the dust. Like what the elk? Yeah, knock the dust off. That's a wholly different episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different type of movie that we're not going to discuss today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> welcome to if you think you hate it now after <laughs> hours. <laughs> yes. Uh, welcome to the ladies man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love that. Take you a level <laughs> by the hand and uh, do it in the butt. <laughs> in the butt. Yeah, I would say in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. We talked. We were worried about going off in the ditch a while ago. We just ran through the fence too and killed the cow. Yeah, 
Yeah, again. <laughs> Sorry. I've never gotten to use this line, and yet I love it where he, you know, taps the, the sleeves. I like your sleeves. They're big. They're big. I made them myself. Well done. <laughs> oh. Thanks. I made them Sorry. myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I could have gone somewhere else with that, which is another movie we love, but we've already gone too far off the rails today. I don't think there's such a thing. We're all circling I, back. It's I good. know. Yeah, I know Pete's going to call me up and go, could you guys stay on topic for five seconds? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've met me before. I think we know what the answer to that answer already. You think? Yeah. Yeah, we oh. met. <laughs> yeah, and the dancing, they never actually turn in a circle. They just go from one foot to the other and back and forth. It is like oh. typical, almost junior high dancing. Yes, exactly. That's the, yeah, it's totally like half, they're like, High schoolers stuck at junior high at some points. It's really yeah. funny. I think and it's I, just because of things they wanted to tell in the story. And I especially love Pedro during the dance because everybody else is all dressed to the nines. And he is all Don Johnson out. Yes. Like, he knows who he is. There's, yeah. there's no doubt. Pedro, you know, of the two of them as buddies, he's the one who really knows who he is. Yeah. Where he's headed. Which so I he wants, yeah. yeah, and he decides he wants to run for president. <laughs> oh, the shaving of the head was so perfect. Oh. And when and they're just... talking about it on the steps, can I be like your bodyguard? Yeah. Yeah, make you my secretary. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> you know, he's so so cool and so nonchalant. Very to the point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you gotta like this guy. And it, yeah, I remember those guys in high school. Super, you know. How how would they say it? Super macho and super confident. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think you know, all of us insecure white boys were like, no, well, I'm not there yet. Yeah, and and, and that's the that's probably the well, obviously that's one of the more awkward things about high school is both boys and girls are maturing at different rates, and then within the group, both boys and boys also you know it's stratified completely out, and, and it's that's just part of the the chaos and cruelty that is high school is everybody is completely upside down and different oh yeah yeah and things you thought were funny in high school sometimes aren't so funny when you get older (laughs) oh geez yeah yeah (laughs) like loading somebody's hubcaps up with (laughs) nuts and bolts that's not as funny today i wouldn't want my hubcaps dented it's still pretty damn funny yeah actually it really is yeah no no Uh. that's, that's all right but I do want to touch on one thing, the time machine. Oh, gosh. I, and I completely forgot about that part. Uh, the only reason I wanted to bring that up, I mean, one, oh, I almost forgot to put the crystals in. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. At this point, you know this is going to end badly. But the look on Kip's face when he plugs <laughs> oh, that thing in dude. is worth the entire scene because he just gets smiling bigger and bigger and bigger while delaying it, unplugging it. He it is reminded me this. of johnny in airport or airplane like when he's like <laughs> unplugs the um the landing the lights landing lights yeah it was like that little evil just you're kidding. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah he's so just, funny he says so much thoroughly, about yes he's thoroughly enjoying watching napoleon go through hell i mean he yes. is burning his testicles off right there <laughs> which you know it is because uncle rico walks in the room holding his nuts yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> could have told you that yeah exactly <laughs> Oh. oh, and all those god-awful half turtlenecks he wears all the time. It's so perfect for his character because it just shows that he found his time and he stayed there. 
Which, hey, if you can make a living at it, congratulations. But don't well, expect me to play along. Yeah. Remember, remember Kenny Kramer? Yeah, totally. Found 1981, stayed in 1981, yeah, van and everything. Winner. I think we're all we all do that to a degree. Uh, some people just go uh, way over, you know. I pain. like. I also like the nonverbal things that make you laugh in this too. And and perfect one is when they're in the grocery store. Uncle Rico grabs. He grabs the toilet plunger and proceeds to sniff it before he puts it in the cart. Yeah, like who does that? Why? Like, are you looking for that fresh rubber smell, or are you trying to make sure it wasn't used? What's going on what, here? What's the real purpose of this? Yes, <laughs> because I am a little disturbed. <laughs> and you know, of course, they get summer perfectly. You know, Uncle Rico runs Napoleon down. Go get some pampers while you're out there. Yeah. And she just looks bored. <laughs> oh, my God, I have to do this. And the FFA convention, too, is really good. Oh, yeah. Getting the defects in the milk. But then, again, you know, <laughs> Pedro is so confident. He's kind of leaned back. All except that little one there. There should only be like four nipples, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yes, sir. You've got this one. Uh, you know, again, super confident. Yeah. Pedro's and Pedro. anytime, yeah, they're handing out, you know, vote for summer. Anytime an FFA jacket walks by, they pull it away from them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, remember, don't, we had girls like that, too, in high school. Don't, don't waste your time. Yeah. yeah they're dorks. <laughs> we don't like them. They're not <clears throat> cool. Even though, like, we far outnumbered them. <laughs> yeah. But they were so cool. That's uh, too funny. Yeah. And we haven't even really got to one of the best parts yet. But we're approaching it quickly. You know, because we're about to get, you know who, the bus from Detroit. <laughs> but before we get to the bus from Detroit, we got to go through the wig. And I love the whole scene where they actually go back and Pedro talks about thinking it was his hair that was making him hot. Oh, so yeah. he shaved it off and now he's ashamed. <laughs> the whole thing, they, I mean, they wrote and shot all these scenes just to tell one quick little story. You know, Deb to the rescue. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, Napoleon thinks he looks like a medieval warrior. <laughs> and their hands touch the wig at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's so awkward for him. Oh. <laughs> I, I, love it. I don't. Well, the directors tried to recapture the magic. They tried to when they did Nacho Libre. Man, it just wasn't there. Even Jack Black couldn't carry that as well as John carried this. No, it's, this is completely different and so much more pure, I, I think, in that regard. Uh, well, telling of a true story yeah. sometimes can be as entertaining as anything in the world. And there's a reason people say you couldn't write this shit. Yeah, absolutely. It's because it's too crazy <clears throat> to be thought up. It just happens. Yeah. You know, and that's the beautiful part about it. Like, that's how authentic it is. It's like. Well, and it's almost yeah. like we're watching a caricature of somebody's life growing up. Yeah. Is Which, what we're I, looking at. But there's sure. so much realism to it as well. Yes. That's what makes it a great caricature. It's like it, it emphasizes and over-enhances some of the qualities. <laughs> and that's what this does. Excuse me. Take it easy there, Lunger. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to put the flyers up, and I love that they use the A-team on this. Yeah. The A-team theme. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's dun, a brilliant drop-in for sure. I don't know yeah. if I've ever heard that in another movie besides the A-Team. Uh, I don't know, but I'm really glad for it. Because 
you know, much like the Dukes of Hazard, when we were kids, whatever night it was that came on, the A team came on, oh, everything came to a halt. Yeah. It when the the A team, the Fall Guy, and the Dukes of Hazard came on, it was, was it was on. It was like uh, like the little Orphan Annie radio hour. I was there without the yeah, Oval Team. With yeah, with the decoder ring and everything. But hell, I had uh, A team ringtone on my on my uh, my Motorola razor uh, i remember yeah 18 man like that was i had the, was the shit i had the magnum pi at the same time that's pretty good too yeah i think i had that for a couple people yeah. that's right when you could first start uh, assigning the 499 ringtone to a friend yeah. yeah and one of the this is again one of the funniest parts of the movie i'm jumping back to the movie here is when the big bully has that small scrawny kid by the neck and is just whamming him up and down for 50 cents to get a pop and napoleon walks over pedro offers you his protection (laughs) okay now we're running a protection racket you definitely have a captive audience at the moment (laughs) and when the big when the bully tries to take this kid's bike the two fellas in the lowrider pull up and just look Mm -hmm. at him shake their heads no thanks Mm. yeah (laughs) oh yeah pedro offers you his protection you know, and it, but it really does show the family ties that these big Mexican families had. They, because that was the same thing we grew up with in Lakeview. You know, all of them families took care of one another really well. And, and if, you know, one went for something, everybody was in on it. Oh, yeah. I think it's, a, it was, it was really a beautiful cool thing. If, you're, if you were a part of it also, because if you were considered family, uh, you, you kind of like, like Napoleon almost, you kind of had the, the benefit of that. Oh, yeah. Um, you to did. the same degree, and that was the that was a really cool thing about it is just how uh, true to everybody they they were. I think that was awesome. Yeah, exactly. And then we skip on to Kip standing there holding the sign, La Fon <laughs> The way that was spelled, I couldn't have been any better. I about pissed myself the first time I saw it. As did I. I was like, uh, either it's phonetically or that's probably me. That's how she spells her name. But that's how Kip's writing it no matter what. So. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it really does not matter. And, and, of course, she gets off and just throws her bags and runs at him. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't knock him over. <clears throat> well, he's been training a lot, so that's what helped. Well, yeah, to be a cage fighter, of course. Yes. But, and I, and I still swear, I saw this woman at the national finals rodeo wearing starch jeans and cowboy boots. Hey, you never know, man. I mean, I should have, I should have asked. I just didn't want to get punched. (laughs) That's pretty awkward one to ask. You know, maybe like, Hey, were you in a movie? I guess you probably could have done that, that point, but if you just yelled out LaFonda, she probably would have swung on you. Even if I said, you know, weren't you in a movie that could be taken very, very wrong. Well, depends on where her mind goes, but I think it's not a, like, are you a model? Same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that probably would have been a better way to go. <laughs> and, you know, of Sadly, course, Uncle, we'll know. Uncle Rico kicking it up with the bust must plus. <laughs> I mean, he is really out to hurt Napoleon at this oh, point. Yeah, he, totally he's pissed. Yeah. But he's so passive aggressive about it. Oh, that's why it's so creepy. It just gets super between, creepy. Yeah. Between the van and the bust must and everything, he gets really creepy. Yeah. Like, you're like, wait. Like, Okay. At this yeah, point, so by this little, point uh, in the movie, Uncle Rico has even worn out his welcome with the audience. Yes. You liked him, see... he was endearing, and then all of a sudden it's like, ooh, creeper. Yeah, like, so that's why maybe part of the reason why Napoleon doesn't really like him. Is, he can see is, through it. 
So yeah, something's happened already or whatever. He sees through it. Uh, he's dealt with it before. You're like, ah, okay. I'm getting it. It's creepy. I'm understanding. Yeah. And then his, oh, poor kid, his locker's covered in it. And we've all had our locker covered in something we hated before. <laughs> Remember poor Dusty? <sighs> Duh? Yeah. Hubba hubba? Yeah. Yeah, that picture on oh, everybody's God, yeah. locker. Yeah. That one everywhere. That one. <laughs> that poor guy. Uh, little, maybe some slight abuse of a, a student body code for the copy machine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I completely forgotten about that, uh, but now I'm going to laugh a lot. So thank you. Yeah, well, I remember it well. Poor guy. Uh, poor guy. Back back when high school pranks, we really kind of went a little bit over the top. Uh, I think there were some some resources, or as my friends from Canada say, resources really put into those. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really were. But, the, you know, our, our <laughs> teachers and, and principals back then were actually pretty cool about most things, and they let kids be kids. Yeah, there was a line you didn't cross, but they still let you be a kid Oh, yeah. and have some fun with some things. You know what? So what if they wasted, you know, 100 sheets of paper to copy this? It was funny. They really even, brought, even really the, the game together. Yeah, really tied it together. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, back on track. We're having a picnic, and she, you know, licks her lips, and she's looking seductive. Then she takes Kip's glasses off, and the conversion begins when she gets in the gold eagle with the jewels in it. (laughs) And the look on his face, like innocence has lifted. Yeah. I found my pathway. Yeah. And he smiles in those stupid braces. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot about the Kip conversion. I, <laughs> yeah, and finally, you know, he's all inner city, you know, got his do-rag on and everything else. <laughs> Talking to Napoleon. I'm sure he'll find a hot babe someday. Yeah. She's just like the best thing that ever happened to me. And when Napoleon bounces the grapefruit or, or whatever it is he bounces off of the Uncle Rico's van, the oh, scream God. Uncle Rico lets out is so weird. I could not reproduce that scream if I tried to. I would, I would but it, nobody could do that. It scared him so bad. It's like, ah! oh. that's as close as I can get to it. That's fine. Yeah, that still hurt, I'm sure. It did. You need a bag of ice and a comfy chair. Yeah, that would help me out quite a bit. <laughs> and he can't even get the door open on his van to get out and try and chase I love after that. Napoleon. So, so angered up, just like, you know. Uh, and yet he's scared he's going to throw an orange at him. And he's you know, yeah. like cowering away from the orange. <laughs> Those two morons. Pussy. Like, both you idiots, really. Yeah. You want, you want Burgess Meredith to come in here at this point <laughs> yeah, and go, exactly. don't make me separate you two. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> Just in case we haven't put enough good movie references in, there's uh, another one for you. Anyhow, leaves Uncle Rico hurting on the ground. <laughs> That's right. They, Eat shit over the fence. Which completely. <laughs> and it wasn't like a graceful fall. It actually probably hurt. I'm, and I always wonder too, like, okay, on purpose, or did he just eat it over the fence? And they just, like, yeah, is that one it? of those happy coincidences that yeah. they looked at and went, okay, we're leaving this for How sure. How can you not use that? Because it kind of just sums it up. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> it really does. You know, the secondhand store, we, we all remember the secondhand stores in Lakeview. Yeah. But, you know, pulls that stupid sword looking thing, puts it in his 
why we don't know other than he's very into magic but it's he finds escape. you know yeah. dequan's dance tape oh that's right yeah dequan's yes. dance grooves get your groove that's on what, yeah i'm looking at it right now get your groove on Was it but on your a, shelf? again in that well not as far as you know <laughs> since i don't have vhs anymore i had to toss yeah. it out um but I love it when he walks out and LaFonda's there and he's really just like, who are you? I'm LaFonda. And he's like, okay, like, all right. All I needed to know is who you are. I didn't need an explanation for why you're here. You know, he just so rolls with things. Yeah. And then of course she gives him the dance tape. My cousin made this, you might enjoy it. And we don't really know where this is all leading. Yeah. Yet. Okay. Yeah. We don't really know the way Oh, yeah. There's LaFonda again. And uh, the way he drinks his Gatorade cracks me up because oh, he just, like, and then he just like jams it back. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, all, like loss of motor control or something. <laughs> yeah. And Kip's all duded out now with his gold chain and his black, you know, oversized clothes and do rag. And we guess, you know, at the end, we see Kip leaves with her, but we don't really know. Again, the story's taken out of the middle of a story. We don't know where Kip's story goes from there. No. Yeah, I, I don't recognize him in MMA, so, uh, but hard to say. Yeah, that's a tough one to say. And <laughs> so we get back to the, the studio, or, yeah, the photo studio. And, again, Uncle Rico just gets more pervy <laughs> oh, with God. Deb. Yeah, it's awful. You know, tr- totally trying to turn her against Napoleon. And he just about does it, too. Well, yeah. Almost pulls it off. Yeah, totally convincing as a creep. So this is where, you know, the movie, you can tell it's winding down, but it kind of, the Uncle Rico character sadly goes off the rails. You know he's got to go. Yeah. You don't know how he goes. You don't find out if Grandma comes back. None of it. You just know he has to go. And Napoleon is one hell of a dancer. (laughs) Busts out some moves, man. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't find this out until poor, you know, Pedro, upon taking Napoleon's advice, said, if you vote for me, your wildest dreams will come true. <laughs> Which I love. I've never found a place to use that, but I so want to. Um, a lot, I have like a folder on my phone of, of birthday memes, you know, that I send out to people. I text them. And one of them is, is Napoleon. And it's like, happy birthday. May all your wildest dreams come true. And that's, that's probably one of my <laughs> One of my favorites, for sure. I like that one. That. Yeah. My personal favorite one I send out is uh, Ron Swanson. That says, yes. happy age advancement day. I suppose, I suppose congratulations, congratulations are in order. Are in order. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Ron. Rico's so frustrated here. He's throwing the football harder than ever, and he breaks his camera. Yeah. Yeah, just completely taters it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's working so hard, he even put on a sweatband on his head. Which brings it all together it really does tie his character together (laughs) who would have thought we'd get another lebowski reference into that's the whole point though man it's like it's it's just interwoven to everyday life that's the point yeah yeah i mean this this program is basically like mashed potatoes we put whatever we feel like in it and we just jam it in sometimes the skin's even on yeah sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) it is the mashed potatoes of podcasts Isn't now that you can argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to argue with that? And no we two gotta... servings are the same. Yeah. 
we got a full blazing reference a, blazing saddles bumpy. reference yeah. in. <laughs> who can argue with that yeah, yeah. and anyway, as always we're badly definitely better with gravy don't no doubt about that <laughs> yeah that's for sure <laughs> yeah so they're trying to get prepped they don't realize napoleon doesn't or pedro that there has to be a skit after yeah you know, after his speech. And Summer, of course, has her skit with her and her girls dancing. And you can see the gym teacher, whatever he is, might even be the principal, is all perving out to the girls, too. Yeah, exactly. We all knew that guy. (laughs) I I, I will not mention that teacher's name, but he was a part-time PE teacher, and uh, he definitely liked it when the girls did (laughs) push-ups. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a problem. Yeah, and Rex just caught Rico with Starla. And I think that might be the last time we see Rico. So we don't really know whether he wound <laughs> up in a hole in the desert or what. I was just going to say his last workout might've been digging a hole for all we know. Yeah. We don't know because Rex, <clears throat> you know, smacks his hand. You. Uh, <laughs> Starla. Oh, what a comp. What a, what a pair those two are. Oh, no doubt. I've had more fun with this because I think we've taken more detours with it, even though, it's still one of the most hilarious movies all time. Oh. We've taken a ton of detours. And by the way, I really do need to get a vote for Pedro's shirt. Yes, you should have one. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we all should have one. Yeah. Yes, it is the principal who's perving out. No, perfect. And of course, Don's <laughs> giving, a, giving the girls a standing ovation because he's Don. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And now Pedro's about to tell them all their wildest dreams will come true. I mean, he said it. You got to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. But the ending here, I mean, this really is what wraps up the film. Napoleon is a dancing some bitch. <laughs> it's because he doesn't and care what people think. No. And you see these moves used all the time now. Oh, yeah. I see them all over the place. And, and in fact, I don't know if you remember watching uh, Lone Survivor. The new guy has to do the Napoleon dance for oh, everybody. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and they're utterly unimpressed with his moves. Yeah. (laughs) You got to sell it, man. You got to own it. Yeah. Well, they are fantastic moves, especially if you can do them in moon boots. Whew. With the pants. Yeah. With your jeans on. uh, That's some next level stuff right there with the extra traction and warmth that the moon boot does provide. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, he he doesn't care what people think of his dancing. He's Napoleon. He's going to bust a move. And then he stops and just runs off. Yeah. That's and nice. everybody in the auditorium, except for Don, of course, Feels explodes crazy. for him. Yeah. Well, Don just sits there like, huh? Uh-huh. It's a stupid. Yeah. Just, that guy. Even Deb is, you know, she forgives him. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, as movies have taught us anything, that it's a grand, wild public gesture will make a woman forget. And forget. Yes, it is. And Kip, <laughs> Kip is on the bus. Oh, Grandma does show up again. That's right, because yeah. she's loving on Tina. And yeah, we, see, we see Rico. I've forgotten about this. Rico at the end with his arm in a sling. Oh, <laughs> So obviously yeah. it didn't end well with Rex. Yeah, he had a little Rex Kwando on his, on his arm there. But his girlfriend comes riding back. So, you know, it's kind of like all's well that ends well. Yes. Yeah, really. this chapter and, is good. And, and uh, you know, we're going to pull away and, and uh, let these guys get on with their their adventure and when we might come back someday we might not yeah and i think you know napoleon and deb make up and you know you can tell they're kind of they will become an item oh, oh yeah presidente pedro i forgot about that too <laughs> well I did, you know they're going to open up a glamour shot studio or something uh, yeah maybe right next to rex Quando. 
who knows? Well, it's the only logical place to put it on. I would say. As Location far as I'm concerned. Important. Yeah. Well, the three L's. Location, location, and loquation. No, wait, that's not right. Location, that's the third one, too. Yeah, close enough. You know, we got it. <laughs> and finally, at the very end, Napoleon does not have to play tetherball by himself. <laughs> but he that's, still kicks you know, her ass. Circle. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I love. <laughs> yeah, he gives her no mercy. No. Again, he has not learned the intricacies of dealing with females. It's like the snowball fight in Dumb and Dumber. You know, the freaking Nolan Ryan <laughs> snowball to the face. I just one of my favorite parts of all time. Oh my God, Lauren Holly had a really good sense of humor to deal with the shit she did in that movie. <laughs> Between that and the giant kiss and the turbo lax, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh God, we use that reference so often too. It's not oh, even just remotely shaving. funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shaving. Yeah. yeah. Even though we're on Napoleon Dynamite, we're talking Dumb and Dumber. So this makes Completely. like 8,000 other movie references in this movie. I think it's, it's part of the beauty of what all this is, though. Damn right it is. This is what I mean, we live it, for. It, it really kind of just sums it up. Like like you said, mashed potatoes. I couldn't argue that at all. <laughs> I didn't know where the hell you were going, but I can't argue it once we got there. No, we put, you know, you put garlic, you put pepper in it, you put whatever, you mash it in, and it works. It's mashed potatoes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I really think we ought to trademark that the mashed potatoes of podcasts. I, I'm all for it. I would definitely have that as the tagline because I think it's it's beautiful. I think so, and I think we're going to start using that an awful lot more. This this, without a doubt, has been one of the funnest podcasts we've done, though. You know, just sitting here watching it, absorbing it again, and finding the finer points and things we not only use on a regular basis, but that we're looking for an opportunity to use things oh, that, yeah. that have been extracted and deposited into the bucket. Yes, absolutely. So, it's like more tools. You yeah. Know, that's... Now it's just sitting there. It's just waiting and off, you know, off your order to the races. And hopefully somebody will present you with that opportunity. So you can throw sometimes it out. You don't even have to wait for it, but sometimes <laughs> yeah. wait for it. <laughs> wait exactly. for it. Wait for closer, closer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as you know, as with all of our podcasts, um, feedback is always welcome. What is our email address again? Because I never get it right. Well, I uh, far reaches podcast at gmail.com. Oh, uh, this isn't far reaches. It's not far reaches, is it? No. no, no, this is the other one. This is called if you think you hate it now. Oh, because now I clicked on the wrong one. Yeah, this is what happens when somebody does more than one thing at a time. It is. <laughs> that is hilarious. Sad, but hilarious. It's hateitpodcast at gmail.com. That is fantastic. Again, and, all one you know, word. Hateitpodcast don't, at gmail. Don't hesitate. I'm even going to plug for Micah and all the other guys, too. Don't hesitate to go over and check out Far Reaches, the other podcast that he does. It's excellent. It's you know, far different than what we do, though not always. Uh, but you know, you get people in all different corners of the U.S. and the topics just go all over the place. It's fantastic. Tell a little bit more about it, if you would. Well, like, uh, um, thank you, Cody. Again, yeah, I completely clicked on the wrong email box, but I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's just four guys that uh, are from similar parts of the world and gone on and done a lot of different stuff and talk about. Uh, random topics every month or every time we get together and, and and we even have a little movie segment but it's it's you know it's just kind of talk about a favorite movie we don't talk about the lines much or mm-hmm. anything like that it's just sort of like what movies on our mind that week so um i guess that's where my brain was when i pulled up the far reaches uh email account but yeah 
um, it's a great, uh, great adventure. We talk about uh, politics and life and agriculture and, and movies. So, but well, uh, you've been working just, hard at it. You deserve an expanded, expanded audience at this point. Well, too kind, good sir. Too kind. And, and oddly enough, we're doing Lonesome Dove is our movie we're discussing this week. So it's oh, wonderful. to mention that. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll wait a while before we do Lonesome Dove here on Hate It Now. <clears throat> yeah. And again, it's completely interpretation and um, digestion, if you will, for three of those are words. You, but uh, are you bringing Marty on for it? Uh, no, no, we're not. No, huh. it's just, uh, well, we'll, it's we'll just save that game. for when we yeah. do it. And yeah. We'll save, again, it's a completely different look at the movie. Uh, you know, we spend about, I don't know, 10, maybe 15 minutes talking about the movie, maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's not mostly just waste, what we thought about it. and, and Not wasting uh, an hour and a half of other people's time like we're doing now. I wouldn't say it's a waste. I'd say it's a, it's a different way to use your time and think about mashed potatoes. But, uh, you know, for, <laughs> for far well, reaches, it's more about what four different people see in a movie, really, is kind of what our angle is about. So, Or even just in the um, view of the world. Yeah, Absolutely. So it's all over the board what we pick out, and uh, but and again, anyways, back to what we should have been talking about for your feedback, your questions, your suggestions. Uh, it's hate it podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I don't know why I couldn't get exactly what our podcast name is on the Gmail, but uh, for now, it's hate it podcast at gmail.com. We'll have to find out if Mash Taters is available. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yes, <laughs> that's so appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Mash Taters podcast. We might have to look that up and see. If, you know, we might be in for a name switch on our email address. We haven't gotten any real email yet because, well, you guys. Because we always screw it yeah, up. I always screw it up. Yeah, it's just one of those things, you know. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll be waiting to hear from you guys. Really want to hear the feedback and, and even other movies that we maybe haven't even thought about yet. And I don't know where we're going to go the next time. We keep talking about Blazing Saddles. I think we're going to hold off on that for just a little bit. You know, Micah and I discussed it. We seem to be on the same page. Where everybody's at in the world right now, it's just not a good time to hit on it. Even though the movie is not racist, it really points out the absurdity of racism. It's just the the wounds are too raw for people right now. I think so as well. I think... uh... It's like when you're in a fight with somebody uh, and, you know, you just know it's not the time to tell them the truth or what, what, what you're really thinking or point that out. Like, you're just being irrational. Like, you don't point that out at the time. So, um, no, I think that's that's where we're at right now is uh, we're still fighting. She's still really mad. And now is not the time to point out uh, well how irrational she's being. Yeah, basically, for lack of any better description, it'd be like walking into a you know, room full of your friends and you just pick your nose without even thinking about it because you haven't been around people in a month. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just looking at them with your finger in your nose going, what? 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) What, did I do something? (laughs) Wow. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I I can't argue that. Between that and mashed potatoes, that's my wisdom for the week. I got nothing. I think you. And uh, yeah, you you know, you peaked early in the week, but that's okay. I think peaking is important at some point also. So, oh, yeah. um, Well, how can you go wrong with that? With that, you know, I think we'll probably probably need to walk away after that. But I had a great time today. How about you, Micah? Did you have fun? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 
had some good laughs. I love the several of our uh, detours slightly in the ditch. The one time we rolled through the fence and killed a cow. That was fun, too. So, <laughs> oh, um, God. That thought about cow. Napoleon in some different ways, and, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was uh, certainly good good uh, entertainment for me and hopefully for, for everybody listening to that they enjoyed it. And if they hadn't seen Napoleon yet, maybe they'll give it a chance uh, that they skipped it before. You don't have to you don't have to think a lot when you watch this is a nice thing. You get it. No matter what, you know, what intellectual level you're at, you get it and you can laugh at it because it's the same experience yeah. we all had. If you're from a small town, I should say, but even some and larger ones, not, you know, the, when yeah. it comes to the larger ones, this is, I will say this before we go, we'll have to cover this sometime. My other business partner, Gary grew up in uh, El Cajon, California, 10 years older than me. He's 55. I'm 45. He said every single character in Fast Times at Ridgemont High was dead <laughs> on for Southern California. Every one of them. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. we definitely have to cover Fast Times here soon. But anyhow, oh, we're that would be epic. Yeah. yeah, we got a race to get to watch this afternoon. So uh-huh. I'm going to go and uh, find myself some chow here. I don't know about you, but yes, sir. It was it's a, uh, coming up on uh, midday meal time. My belly button's almost rubbing on my back. Yeah, I was so. kind of thinking my big guts eating my little ones. So time to do something I'm about it. Get you. <laughs> <laughs> but. Great times. I can't wait until we get to our next movie. We might even start doing two movies a week one of these times. Uh, yeah, I want to get you yeah. through your move first. The big man is moving back east. So yes, sir. We'll have even to. Further. Yeah, took a good job out there. So, and I'm over. Still, you find people in the west. I keep getting further away, but I keep saying if I keep going east, eventually I'll come back from the west. Well, so, it's like uh, I'm just going to sneak up behind. Yeah, you. it's like playing pong. You know, nationwide pong. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, tick and then it's like a three-hour time change and then tonk then it comes back so <laughs> exactly <laughs> well you folks have yourselves a good day it's uh it's going to be a nice relaxing sunday around here so we will talk to you all soon micah thanks again it, it's well you know what we've been pals for over 30 years it's always a good time jesus thanks for making me feel older but it's been great every every time so i appreciate it good to talk to you again all right and uh we'll talk soon. all right thanks everybody you betcha